Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Lady Audacity. It's Alex and Amanda. And we are finally back together yes. for another fun episode of It's Not. It, of course, today alone, we were just messaging back and forth like, thank goodness we're recording today because so yeah. much has dropped alone. We've let it all pile up. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, like, <laughs> the script has gotten very long. We're like 22 pages right now. Okay. Yeah. And that's just a, probably three or four pages from just today of that. Yeah. <laughs> and we have something a little different this episode. Instead of doing a bananas article, we're just kind of doing a bananas connection mm-hmm. because we've been getting a lot of news lately because people have been reacting to things, but also because the royals are feeding a lot of leaks with all the health scares going around right now. I wish someone would write an article about this, but I think it has to be one of us <laughs> to do it. Like <laughs> the Daily Mail will never write this article. But yes. So Richard Eden on February 9th got the big break. It reads, this is for the Daily Mail. Kate Middleton is in quotes on the mend and has left Windsor for first time since her operation after joining Prince William and their three children for a half term holiday on the Sandraheim estate where they could also pay a visit to King Charles. As always, uh, you know, as always, no commas, literally no commas. Yeah. (laughs) So a friend tells him Catherine is recovering well. She was looking forward to a change of scene and will be able to take it easy in Norfolk while the children let off steam with William. Mm -hmm. The princess 42 was discharged 12 days ago from the London clinic where she had spent almost two weeks. 10 days. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So... Nice little update. Good to hear. Things are going well. I also think this, again, points to why there was such heavy-handed 
William is going to be staying um, home with his wife and all that protective Mm -hmm. husband and caring husband stuff was because he had to explain why the 12 days were up that he said he was originally going to stop working and he was going to go right back into not working. Yeah. Because he said he was going to spend two, a couple weeks for her to settle in. And that's what was briefed. And they came up on the two weeks. And now we're getting another heavy handed dose of support of William. Yeah. I want to note too, like when they say they'll be on the Sandringham estate, I don't think they're saying at Sandringham. I think they're at Amner Hall, which is their like wedding house at North. Exactly. That's also in this article, is that's where they're staying. They're at home, but not at Windsor (laughs) in Norfolk. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I mean, we'll talk a little bit later on about this, but Charles has announced that he has cancer this week. And I think part of the reason that they're being so heavy handed of why William's not coming back to work is because when the monarch is out, usually the Prince of of Wales, a little bit would be part of the team that's going to help pick up the load because the major Royal is out of the cycle right now. But they're trying to explain why that won't be happening for the next two weeks. But also give us good news at the same time. It's like a very interesting cocktail. Um, yes exactly because you're I I don't know I just couldn't I couldn't handle being a Daily Mail reporter any day of the week but like right now (laughs) I I wouldn't know which way to turn like I don't know how they're doing it and and well they're not saying to begin with but and not going completely crazy you know it's interesting they've been very they've been very tame I and I'm not surprised but I'm just a little bit surprised specifically because Kate is such a popular member and because there's so much speculation right now that mm-hmm. someone would be trying to get someone to talk a little bit, but Hey, I've got to give it to William and Kate. They first off run a tight ship. No one is talking within their teams. And mm-hmm. two, they've got the media under a very tight leash because they are not invading her privacy. And if anything, they're writing articles defending her because I mean, just two weeks ago, it was Richard Eden saying, Kate has every right to resist, quote, online bullies and keep details of her operation private. Mm. I mean, and the online bullies were the people who were having great conversations about why the rich get different treatment than the poor when it comes to the healthcare system. But whatever. Although there has been some crazy weird speculation. Yeah, I, uh, it's so tough because I see both, I I see both sides of like the, the sane parts of this conversation, right? Where people naturally want to speculate because will and kate are technically public servants and they represent this yes. institution and it's this age-old question of where does like national interest stop and your private life begin as a royal exactly like, yeah completely understand that debate i understand both sides of it obviously i don't think that somebody's medical issues like sh- their medical records should be fair game um it's just interesting that all of a sudden with kate that's a hard line for the british media very Whereas hard line yeah in the past it has not been with other royals especially with how charles has been kind of handling everything mm-hmm. usually when run royal is being very open and the other royal is not the press will turn against them i mean this yeah. is part of the reason why william and kate got so much praise when Harry and Megan were being so private, especially around Megan's health matters and so on. It was like yeah. May- William and Kate would never do that. Kate always came out with her baby. You know, they were always yeah. sitting, giving us photos and giving us information when we wanted it. That's not happening. And again, it's not like we're mad that it isn't, but it is interesting right. that it is. To observe it happening in real time. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. And yeah, it just such contrast just, you know, a few years ago when it came to privacy. And I think that's why there's so much drama and so much conspiracy being thread on social media, especially, and why the trolling, yes. I think, has escalated to the place it has. The contrast between how Charles and Buckingham Palace are handling this situation versus Will and Kate and Kensington Palace. And I said this in a TikTok, I don't think that comes down to the situation being fishy. I just think it's they're not talking to each other and that's what's chaotic right now not the news that is actually being put out exactly and there's also kind of a a, i'm sure you guys can see this pattern of richard eden always writing articles standing up for them and help peddling the kensington palace way um and well someone on twitter pointed out this very interesting fact that on january 20th richard eden posted on his instagram him with his puppy that he's named Windsor, so royalist to his core. It's but the caption puppy. reads, a very cute puppy. It's not his fault that his name is Windsor. Very cute puppy. <laughs> but the caption reads, thank you to James Middleton for the goodies you sent for Windsor, our new puppy. It was very thoughtful of you. Windsor's been with us for a week and is settling in well. He loves the kibble plus raw turkey from James and Ella. Best wishes to the Middleton family during this difficult time. So that was January 20th, February 6th. He gets the exclusive. And the picture with that prominent product placement of James Middleton's dog food line and a mug, which is not for the dog. May I add? (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. And I mean, James Middleton's face just smiling on those backs. Like, gosh. So this, this, Richard Eden is getting sent freebies for James Middleton new product. And he is pretty much, promoting it with no Mm -hmm. ad no ad hashtag i will add oh true oh yes exactly and then what 10 days later he's getting the exclusive that kate is doing better and that she has left adelaide cottage to go to norfolk i mean you guys and not only is richard eden a cheerleader for william and kate and the monarchy in general but he is an avid megan and harry hater okay like frothing well, he at the me. mouth hate her he called me oh yes one time and i was like okay sure i'll put it on t-shirts hey. but like i didn't think i was being a mega later <laughs> i was just i think i was telling him how copyrights work at that point in time actually <laughs> yes exactly so you can see how he deals with anyone being somewhat reasonable okay let alone with intelligence and facts that go against everything he's writing and these just diary entries of hate he has for megan and harry so it's very interesting for the Middletons to be seen, any Middleton to be seen giving a journalist, I think, any kind of freebies, but let alone someone who's so staunchly anti Oh, do you remember Harry. his burner account? I'm so sorry. What was her name? Oh Maureen? my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so yes. sorry to interrupt you because that was a very smart no, point. <laughs> please. I totally forgot about that. I did too. Wait, I don't even remember if I still have it like saved anywhere, but he got caught. Here it is. Okay. So <laughs> if you weren't around oh for this, gosh. this was last year. Um, he tweeted in his, as he does to hate on Harry and Meghan. He said he was talking about their project live to lead. It's fascinating to see how ambitious Prince Harry has become. It's become increasingly clear that he and Meghan are determined to establish themselves as the new woke Royals across the water while denigrating the old ones back home. And a Sussex account replied, um just basically saying like megan's the oldest of them harry was always the most ambitious of the brothers don't get upset that the old ones are stale and boring as hell 
her words, not mine. Um, glad to know you'll be watching since the old ones don't pay your bills. And an account called Maureen Ayers replied to the Sussex person saying, you don't know who pays my bills, so don't assume. And everyone <laughs> immediately saw, like, this is clearly Richard Eden, who did not log out of his burner account, trying to jump back into this thread and defend his own oh. honor. But it, it oh came from God. somebody, some faceless account called Maureen. So the this is the person. Exposed. This is the person who is getting freebies now from James Middleton. Just so we're clear. Yes, exactly. And they're getting exclusive days later. And someone who also interacts with Megan and Harry hate accounts too. Like full-fledged hate accounts against them. So I just, a little bit more on how the system works. And a reminder that Kate and the Middletons are absolutely not innocent. I stand by my theory that Camila Tomney got the exclusive about the Kate Cry story mm. from a Middleton. Carol, mm. I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, allegedly my conspiracy theory. <laughs> bananas. Yes. So one of the other actually articles that Richard Eden has written in defense of Kate has been, and this was December 15th, 2023, when Kate and William were getting a little bit of heat for not being around and not doing a lot of engagements. Because I think this is when the engagement numbers, the numbers started came to out. come out, yeah. and so out. And they were getting heat. He writes, Kate Middleton is trying to raise our future king, so it shouldn't be seen as not working hard. Richard Eden tells Palace Confidential after she was called a part-time royal by Owen Scooby and carried out just 128 engagements. Yeah. And Eden, or Palace Confidential is the Daily Mail's the YouTube, um, YouTube series. And yeah. Rebecca English and Richard Eden are constantly on that, I mean, for every single episode. So yeah. if you want to look good, they would definitely be two people you would want to be leaking to and get on their good side. This is, I think, seeing it in December, but especially seeing it now with William, is this continued theme about how the kids are always used whenever they're getting any criticism about their work numbers or how much mm. they don't step up. And I can't help but think that, yes, William and Kate choose to use their family as a defense mechanism to fair criticism and having to work more. Yeah, and it's one of those things, again, where I see both sides of it because were charles and to an extent diana's parenting habits unhealthy for raising two young boys absolutely is it mm -hmm. good that we're breaking those cycles absolutely but uh you don't see how do i put this you don't see those toxic cycles being broken on the regular and you, you don't see it illustrated and played out what you see is it used as a defense mechanism and an excuse for why working numbers are low, why we have to have mm -hmm. a break every six weeks because it lines up with their school holiday. Like it, it, it's like picking and choosing when it's convenient to be good parents who are breaking these generational cycles. You don't have to be one or the other, work mm -hmm. way too much or yeah. work very tiny little bit at all. There can be a middle ground. And I yeah. think the fact of the matter is William and Kate want to be like their other rich, privileged friends who can just vacation whenever they want to and pop into the office once a week or so on. But mm -hmm. the thing is, the royals are not aristocrats, so they do have to at least look like they're working. That is part of the trade-in on your privilege. It would be a different story if we knew that they were passionate about the work. So I'm thinking of an yes. example that's actually very current 
Frederick and Mary, the new king and queen of Denmark, are on holiday. They go on a ski holiday every winter. They're absent. They just became king and queen. But people know that they are so passionate about the work and they take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. And when they are on the ground in Denmark, they're delivering. And it helps that that monarchy exactly. is very popular. But I think you you can get that leeway for yourself and not have to make excuses and be defensive all the time mm-hmm. if you're delivering on the other side of things. and Because like you said, we have all these examples of other European royal families who are raising kids, three to four kids, and who are finding that balance, who work but are well known for being hands-on parents and with their kids daily and a part of their lives. And at one point in 2016, when the press was openly talk about this criticism without such a biased slant, there's this Mm -hmm. 2016 article by Rebecca Taylor. That reads, Kate and William are slammed for doing half the official engagements Charles and Diana did at the same age. Because it's like, while Charles was working too much, Diana was very much a hands-on mom. And a lot of the stuff you see William and Kate do come from her playbook. I mean, there's conversations of people who work for her who talk about how she would literally have the boys a part of their meetings together. Like, she was dragging those boys everywhere with her (laughs) when she could. Yeah. So, and they compare their work numbers. They compare mm-hmm. Charles and William, Charles and Diana's work numbers to their work numbers. So I ignore Charles here because again, he was a workaholic, but it's more yeah. looking at Diana's number when she had two children in 1985, she had 299 engagements in 2016. William had 148 and Kate had a 140. Yeah, I'm just saying. I find this interesting. The The Daily Mail headline, too, is Charles and Diana at the same age. I think we're forgetting how young Diana was. Maybe Charles oh was gosh, the same yes. age that Will and Kate are now. They're the same age, I think, without with a couple months in between. But Diana was 1985, early 20s still, mm-hmm. you know? Raising so two kids and working. Which is, you know, dismal situation for other reasons. But it can be done. Yeah. And we know she was a loving mother. And so it's just fascinating to see how far the media's come in their handling of something like that yes exactly because i think i mean there is some part of the briefing i do agree with you don't want william to step up too much into charles duties and people think charles is really sick and like Mm -hmm. he's on his way out but they've stated that everyone is going to be taking over some of his engagements to help that workload so it's odd that william's not going to participate in that until like two weeks later when it very much seems like they need someone now yeah well let's break down why william might need to step up now because this is the first time we're covering the royals since this announcement has been made that king charles has cancer he's been diagnosed with a form of cancer surprisingly only like a week and a half ago as we're recording this it feels like we've known this for a while but through a buckingham palace statement we found this out which is unprecedented I was trying to rack my brain while I was writing a Substack article for this. I don't think we've ever found out in real time about a, a royal's like health condition or let alone a cancer diagnosis. That's Gosh, always yeah, that we was learn shocking to read. Gone. Yeah, um, but the the statement is very much I think trying to like quell any alarm, like keep us yeah. like from getting too scared here. Um, you've probably all heard the statement at this point. Um, during the king's recent hospital procedure for a benign prostate enlargement a separate issue of concern was noted and subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer Um, we still don't know what form of cancer that is they i think Mm -hmm. what was interesting about this uh press release or just statement was 
how it seemed to take everyone by shock because you could tell the Royal Rota immediately started asking questions and Buckingham Palace was like, oh shit, we didn't say anything like yeah. about to address this because immediately mm-hmm. some people got the briefing that it's not prostate cancer, <laughs> which was yes. an interesting choice. I, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Because they're, you guys to this day, they're being, they have not told us what type of cancer it is, which is, yeah. um, a little bit departing a bit from how they dealt with the prostate issue, which is being very open about him going in with it, being very open about what it was and using it as a moment to encourage people to get checked. And now they're kind of like, Oh, but we're not going to tell you what type of cancer there. We're not going to be open about this. And I was wondering if it was because maybe they didn't have all the labs back yet. They just knew that they found some form of cancer I don't yeah. know. Um, or they or they didn't want people to overly speculate on what exactly his treatment would entail. Like maybe they wanted to keep it vague for some degree of like privacy. I don't know. Maybe guessing how long he would have to live, you know, yeah. and mapping yeah. out the severity of it and right. so on. So yeah. Because with the prostate condition, a big factor in how that was handled was like you said they shared it because he wanted to encourage other men to get checked which did happen i think google searches mm. for prostate conditions rose like 300 percent or something i could be making that yeah up, but i think i re- remember reading that um so now with this cancer statement they did the same thing um his majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation and in the hope it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer I just think that that line of reasoning weakens a little bit when you don't know what type of cancer it is because the signs yes. are going to be different and the treatment's going to be different. And I, I just, it's, it's a good, it's a good way to approach the topic here, but I'm like, I'm uh, scratching my head a little bit about awareness yeah, of cancer. Surprising for him to step back. Like you were so open and now you're kind of, yeah. stepping back. it's a little, it is a little startling and it does, I think for most of us, maybe kind of fear the worst. Yeah, but they had Rishi Sunak say that it was caught early in his speech. So the prime minister yes. is telling the country it's in its early stages. So that's, again, supposed to reinforce, stay calm about this. Yeah, um, stay calm and carry on. This is also maybe a reason why he stayed, the, of course, those the extra couple of days. Yeah, maybe. In the hospital when he went in. Because I remember originally people thought, oh, maybe he stayed those extra couple nights to coincide with Kate leaving so he could be mm. the distraction. But it sounds like it's probably because he found out about this. The Sun yeah. originally got this source, but I saw it on the who Tom Sykes article for the Daily mm. Beast. But he said, mm. speaking to the Sun, a source said it is understood. And sorry, guys, this article was before the cancer announcement. This was sure. this came out a couple weeks ago when he was still in the hospital. It is understood that Charles would only stay in hospital in hospital for longer than two nights if there was some kind of unexpected issue. The extra stay is entirely precautionary, but has nevertheless reportedly caused some unease. The source added that Charles would remain out of public view for longer than anticipated, saying it's now expected Charles will have to avoid public jobs for at least a month on medical advice. But knowing the king, he will try to keep some private audiences, insist on keeping mm-hmm. on top of his paperwork. And yeah. well... A week later, we found out he had cancer. So, yeah, this news obviously took the world 
by surprise. Um, it sounds like it maybe took Prince Harry by surprise too, because yes. it was announced that Harry was hopping on a plane, not announced, but leaked um, that Harry was yes. on a plane flying to London to see his father. So you have to wonder how much information he had. Did he find out about it at the same time that we did? And I just am fascinated by like the decision-making process there. Yes. They did report that he had told everyone personally, including Harry. I mean, I think, I think maybe Harry is one of the last normal people in that family when it comes to family relationships. And I think anyone, if they heard their, well, most people, if they had somewhat of a decent relationship at one point with their parents heard they got cancer, would want to see them. And I think maybe that's why he jumped on a flight, you know, because it was leaked that in a lot of these reportings about William going, William and Kate and where they were going for the half term break talked about them going to Norfolk to maybe see the Charles. And that would be the first time they would be seeing him since he announced he had cancer Mm -hmm. and since he had told them personally. So again, I think it's funny. It's like no one rushed to go see Charles. It sounds like, but Harry's in America did. I think maybe it was Harry wanting to see how his dad was doing for himself um yeah i there could very well be some ptsd there from when he felt like the queen was being like kept behind a wall from him and he didn't know how she was doing remember he gave that interview to people and he said he wanted to make sure she had the right people around her um oh yeah having her mobility issues and whatnot i'm wondering if maybe even if charles had told harry personally like maybe he told him everything's fine maybe harry is just wanting to make sure for himself yeah and I think it says a lot about this family and how relationships are with one another. Cause I truly can't, I don't know if Charles would have told him personally or yeah. if it would have been one of his aides. An aide. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Which well, is Charles so does not have to a think about. Yeah. Exactly. And it's so messed up to think about when they're saying like they were all told personally before it was announced. It was like, but who told them? Was it Charles or was it someone his like assistant? This is how weird this family is. Not yeah. even dad probably would call you personally to tell you he had cancer. I also think another reason maybe that Harry at least announced he was going was mm. because a lot has gone on with Megan and Harry when it comes to what the work is going on with him. We yes. saw him at the NFL awards giving out the, what was it? The Walter Payton man of the year award. Yes. To Cameron Hayward. <laughs> so that happened literally like the day after his day after he left his trip. And then of course they're going to Canada for the Invictus game to yeah. mark one year until the Canada games. So I think that was maybe to prevent the headlines that would have appeared of like Harry yeah. smiling while his dad lays bedridden with cancer and Kate still recovering. And yeah, we saw that happen already. Absolutely. So this kind of undercuts that when he yeah. came out to go see him. Yeah, definitely. Cause the visit was quick and a lot of us were Harry. left scratching our heads as to why it was so quick. Um, Harry's flight was delayed a bit for weather in California. There was devastating flooding happening in Montecito. Uh, So his flight got out a little late. He apparently made it to London right before or like at the time that Charles and Camilla were supposed to be leaving for Sandringham. Um, And then some royal reporters had the scoop that Harry had a meeting, they called it, for about 30 to 45 minutes. Um, And then they were all seen leaving Clarence House. So uh, uh, he apparently spent the night in a hotel, not at any palace or royal residence and then the next morning he's back at the airport getting ready to go back to california and we know now all smiles because well yeah (laughs) we know now that that's because he had the the nfl honors to go to in las vegas but at the time 
everyone was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was not what we were expecting. Yes. I don't think anybody expected it to be so quick. Yeah, and I do wonder if he got an invite or not, but I don't know. Probably not. Maybe not, because from what it sounded like, Robert Jobson gave Daily Mail oh my the God. Clarence House scoop. Yeah. And pretty much they're just like making it sound like, well, Charles is lucky that, you know, Charles delayed his trip to go out to his country home. Which, give me a break. That's like a 45 40 minutes. minute. That's like a 40 minute helicopter yes, exactly. ride to San Miguel. <laughs> and what you're go like, I don't understand. You're the king, dude. You're the king. You can make your schedule. But this Robert Johnson Thank piece, you. again, it's supposed to be complimentary to Charles and like anti-Harry, I think. But it's, yes. it, it makes it sound like Charles was just very impatient and did not want to see Harry, did not understand why he had flown to the UK. Like, dude. I feel like people <laughs> would, British people would say that's very British. Oh, it is. <laughs> because Absolutely. that's what it sounds like. Just like, why is he making such a big fuss out of me having cancer of all things? Yeah. Like, that's, you know, like, oh, no, your son's a little freaked out by this. And also it's, doesn't want the medium yeah. to just rain hellfire on him and try to overshadow his Canada trip to promote like something he truly loves like you know i think it was both for harry i think he's a smart guy when it comes to that i do also think he really does love his father and that would have freaked him out to hear after he just lost his grandmother and his grandfather in the span of like five years yeah but definitely yeah but the fact though that charles wasn't totally an asshole in the briefing does make me think there is some family mending going on and recently a camilla source Mm -hmm. because it literally is like someone who's a friend of hers that we know is a friend of hers said that camilla wasn't in the room well harry Harry would prefer if she wasn't in the room while he talked to him yeah i saw that she was not which i think explains why so little has been said about what was actually talked about because not even Mm -hmm. robert johnson went there he just said like they talked for 45 minutes it's just been about his feelings about it but nothing about what was actually said and I think it goes to show another person if they stay out of the room, what happens? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing yeah, is Harry, leaked about it. <laughs> Harry wrote in spare. Well, oh, I loved this sentence that Camilla sacrificed him on her personal PR altar. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, that was so savvy. I would love to know what what Harry's face looked like when when he got to read that sentence by the ghostwriter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was like, yeah. bro dude that's so good yeah Um, (laughs) but it's fascinating harry is still the only as far as i know confirmed like person to have seen charles like the only person we know when he saw him um the whales as it's like we're assuming that he'll see him they'll see him when they go to norfolk but we don't really know Um, i've even seen people like they're gonna all hang out but it's like we don't know if they will i mean the fact they left it up in the air when they broke the story if they're gonna see them or not it's just like like you guys like i think about the fact that william and kate it took them eight days to go and see um, see archie when he was born and they didn't even bring the children and i feel like that that says something about how this (laughs) all this can be especially if the whales have some sort of tension with you and yes i still think both those households have a little oh that's by the way between them easter's early this year so make sure you get will and kate their easter presents before <laughs> right? march 31st or whatever it is okay um, i know will. there is especially with kate sick i know they're sitting here on big ass hand basket like we will not piss you off <laughs> you be Easter stewing in bed all around. <laughs> but so yeah speaking of the whales is um 
Kate's still not in the public eye and listen I don't think that's suspicious I think she's just trying to recover and the family wants their privacy that's nothing new um what is a little new is the heir not stepping up in a time of like a genuine crisis for the monarchy the monarch is absent and now the heir is since 2013 Bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Not there. He's he, there's like yes. a vacuum that's been created at the center of the royal family. Um, William did at this point when we're recording this, he's done two engagements since all of these health um, crises, if you want to call them that, have been announced, and they were both on the same day. So it was last Wednesday, I think, the seventh. He did an investiture at Windsor Castle, and he uh, he attended a charity dinner in London, I think. Um, for the air ambulance, which yes was attended by some celebrities, some socialites. There was a Tatler editor there taking pictures and taking videos. Um, Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the things that Prince Harry would have been blasted for, smiling, schmoozing with celebrities without seeing his father for <laughs> cancer. Yeah. Prince William, it's suddenly not a problem. Suddenly not, a, what not did an get issue. Top son. Top son. Top son the on the sun. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh and i i oh, think the whole reason clever. well yeah but i thought <laughs> the the reason the media coverage was so heavy on those two was because i think it's linked to social media if i'm gonna be honest will and kate's social media page has not been updated since the two um mm. announcements about kate's health have come had come out and on that wednesday they put four grid posts up of prince william so they've pushed oh, wow. the health announcements down to the second row and it was two photo posts and two reels of like William's two events. So I find That's that interesting. Lot. They really did want to, mm-hmm. yeah, they Milk really it for were all like, we're not messed the aesthetic up. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just found yeah. that interesting. It's almost like they knew that he wasn't going to be seen again for quite a while yes. because it's been leaked through, I think it was Rebecca English who first got the scoop that William will not be taking on any duties yes. for the time being. He's still at home with Kate and they'll be spending the kids half term holiday um, away from London. So no work there. I don't know when that ends, but I'm assuming it will take us to about about the end of February. Well, Nika got a scoop and we'll see them Commonwealth Day to service next month. I don't think we'll see Kate, but definitely William will be there. And it sounds like they're debating if he will read out Charles Commonwealth message. So William and Camilla holding down the fort. 
And that's why I think we have that, again, that press on family man William because that's how yeah. it was introduced. And it just said of saying he's going on this half-term holiday because mm-hmm. I think it would have people asking the question of why can't he do a couple engagements during this half-term holiday? Like, why can't yeah. he leave for three hours, take the helicopter, go to London, pop in for a visit for a half hour to 45 minutes, and then leave? Well, yeah, because the whole point of them purchasing or leasing or whatever an extra house last year was so that they would be closer to Windsor. They have the place in Norfolk. And so it's easy access from Kensington Palace to London. So they have all these like strategic locations that can be their home base. So that was the defense at the time. And now we're hearing he has to be a family man by not doing any royal duties. Yeah. And it's just kind of like... You just don't want to say that he's going to go on his usual half-term break like nothing is going on. And that's what this is really about. Because I saw people being like, well, maybe Kate's way worse off than we actually thought. And I'm like, no, he's simply just going on the half-term break that he goes on every single year. Yeah, Yeah, they wouldn't be moving Kate to Sandrium if she was worse than we thought you know like exactly it's just kind of like and a lot of these reports too are leading with the fact that charles is backing this up because he recognized that it's important for him to be with the children and pretty much saying in between the lines that he knows that he messed up as a father by not being there so he's going to support william in this so it's family over the the households exactly are very much united in this messaging because it makes everyone look good and again Mm. i think it also puts clarence house in the spot it's like if they try to go against it they're just gonna look like assholes because who wants to take a father away from his children you know what i mean like yeah you're gonna sound like a jerk (laughs) so that's that's caused the paper not the papers the daily mail to like still continue to write stories about trolls online targeting will and kate um, target William for looking after Kate Middleton. Anti-monarchist groups and critics use royal health crisis to criticize King Charles and Prince and Princess of Wales and brand them work shy. That was an article from yes. um, back in the night uh, on the nineteenth of January, actually, when the health conditions were all first announced. But I just want to take a moment to point out it is not royal trolls that branded work shy and connected it to will and kate um that would be the daily mail and specifically rebecca english (laughs) um the first Ah, one i could find 2009 um rebecca english for the daily mail writes work shy prince william attends just 14 official engagements in a year and like work shy is in quotes but the implication is clear here like what the point of this is it the, the article from 2009 said prince william has been accused of being work shy after undertaking only 14 official engagements in a year of that number in 2007 no fewer than five were either football or rugby matches um yeah and the year before at the time william was 27 he was slightly busier carrying out 24 public engagements on top of his lengthy familiarization placements within the raf and royal navy which saw him twice fly to the Caribbean on operations. He also enjoyed several holidays, including two trips to Mystique with girlfriend Kate Middleton. At the same time, William's father, Prince Charles, managed to appear at 84 official functions despite holding down a full-time job in the Royal Navy. Other full-time working royals, including William's grandmother, the Queen, conduct 500-plus engagements each year. So this was a a line well before the health crisis. and. I found so many Before articles. the children. <laughs> yeah, but even after the children, I found articles where it was just a story. There was one where they were, it was when they were taking a visit to, I 
think it was France. They were supposed to visit France and the Daily Mail was asking whether they would be booed in France because they were anti-monarchy or something. And just for no reason, it said like Will and Kate who have been dubbed the work shy William and Duchess Doolittle. I'm like, why did you need to put that in there? You didn't. Harry but they chose that out to. It's fair. Yeah, yeah, remember he said it's fair. There were some very hard years there where it was like we were getting called. He said they were getting called work shy, and I can't mm-hmm. imagine I wouldn't want to be called that. And it was just crazy. Like, so like, they it's not were on them about it. Not only is this not new, it's also not coming from critics, quote unquote, of the royal family in the way that the Daily Mail wants you to think it was. Back yes, in the day, exactly. the, the Daily Mail could be those critics. And now, you know, they've changed their game up. Now it's forbidden to say such things. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Um, but it, it goes back to like, at the time when those, I remember when those two announcements came out on the same day that Kate had gotten surgery and Charles was going to get surgery. Um, I had just posted a story like, cause I was in London and I was like, man, it would be cool to go see them too bad. It's like January 19th. And that's basically still Christmas <laughs> for the Royals or whatever. And people were like, how dare you? This is so insensitive now. Like this aged like milk. I'm like, I'm not sorry because if their track record had been better, I would have had no reason to say those things, you know, like well, it, it, the health crises do not change the fact that in the past, it, it would be not abnormal to not see them until the middle of January. <laughs> like, and that's oh, what I was absolutely picking up would on. Not be. Yes, exactly. Or them going on two to three week breaks randomly every six yeah. weeks. <laughs> okay. Like that's I, not unheard of either. <laughs> yeah. And it's just funny. Like we don't know what William does when he says he's like working behind the scenes. Charles, no. I understand because there are the briefings, there are audiences, um, paperwork, all that stuff. But with William, And there is that frustration, I think, from both Harry and William that Harry talked about in Spare that the court circular doesn't record certain things. And we just don't know what is going on behind the scenes. But the media hitting hard that he's caring for Kate and he's being a present father is so different. Um, Yes. Especially at a time when they would be on break anyway. They wouldn't be doing anything at this time of year. I don't know. Did we talk about too? Prince Edward is like out or he was out for some. Oh yeah. We haven't mentioned that. Yeah. That's again too. I think this is another reason why you've got another two top players. It's not just Kate and Charles anymore. It's now Edward too. So you have Anne, Camilla, Sophie. The women. Yeah. That's Sophie, Camilla, Princess Anne. Yeah. And James. Yeah. So exactly. And not Prince William. <laughs> I question the logic there, but they didn't hire yeah. him for their CEO role. So whatever. <laughs> Still opened. But across the other way, though, there has been a lot of news coming out of Sussex camp, which is a very mm-hmm. nice change. You guys, we actually had a live on our Patreon, which, hey, you guys should join because we have a lot of fun on there. Yeah. And for that live... I I had a confession that I was getting just a little antsy that I felt mm-hmm. like you'd hear Megan and Harry say that, oh, stuff is coming, stuff is coming, but nothing really came or it took Guys, forever to. Stuff is coming. Yes, stuff is coming. It is finally happening. And for one, Harry got some really great news pretty much mm-hmm. to come the day after that he gave the award for the NFL player of the year. And mind you, there was yeah. pictures released about four or five of him smiling with, I think, Cameron Hayward. Cameron Hayward. Big grin on Pittsburgh. his face. 
Yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> and that matched perfectly with the news that they had fully settled his case with the mirror and he was getting substantial, mm-hmm. substantial damages. I think I've saw some reports up to a million dollars he was going to win from. I heard I said I saw two million pounds and then up to five hundred thousand in legal fees, which yes. is crazy. And that's on top of yes. the settlement he won, not settlement, but the payout he won in December. So basically, the way I understand it is the judge in December ruled that like half the articles he reviewed um, supported Harry's claim of unlawful information gathering. He awarded him a payout. There were still, I think it was like 150 articles to go. 115. Yes. Um, they had two more trials scheduled. They had more evidence to bring. They had 115 more articles to be reviewed. So you can see how that would start to add up. Um, yes. So and it they sounds decided like, to settle. And that yep. says a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rather than that evidence see the light of day, we're going to just, we're going to settle. And they've admitted, the mirror group has admitted historical wrongdoing. To them, and had this to is, apologize. Yeah, to them, was, this is case. It closed. was a good day. It yeah. was a very good day for Harry, and I love that it came along with those fresh, new, spiffy pictures of him grinning. With, you know what I mean? And some of them of, of him holding that trophy and stuff. It just really was a perfect the timing match. Yes, cosmically ordained. Timing. Yes, right. Like it was just in Harry. It was really giving Harry's having a very good life in America. And yeah. he's slaying the dragons over in the UK. And it, it was yeah. it was great to see. And something else with the timing of all this was, of course, mm. Pierce Morgan is a part of yeah. this because he was the editor for The Mirror during the time they are talking about. And they yes. personally called him out, his lawyer, and his statements saying that he knew about what was going on at The Mirror. Yeah. And the day before that this was all announced, which was last Friday, February 9th, he had announced that he was parting ways with Talk TV, claiming yeah. pretty much that he was too stifled on there and he was taking it to YouTube. Yeah, so Piers Morgan, he had this commentary show. It would air, I think it was live at like 8 p.m. Um, on on Talk TV. Uh, it's still, by the way, I think still airs on Fox News and Sky News in Australia. I think that's yes the networks. Um, but yeah, he announced that they were parting ways because it had become a straitjacket and he meant the scheduling from talk TV uh, and like what comes with being on a television channel or a network or whatever. Um, but a lot of people connected that uh, instead to something he had said the day previously on live on television, which was that if Harry and Meghan were his family members, he would dismember them limb by limb and then incinerate them. Uh, with a straight face like that was so weird oh Oh yeah and even his i i didn't you know i didn't watch the segment i don't know who he had on but even one of the guests was like that's disgusting and he said well what do you want from me i'm like dude (laughs) it was just so like exactly what do we want from you be normal like get it together yeah and he hasn't addressed that since like he hasn't said anything about the the comments he made he hasn't doubled down which is new for him um yes but neither has talked to kind of so it didn't happen yeah whether that departure is related or not it's a very quick turnaround if it is um but we don't we just don't know uh he's positioning it as it it was his choice and instead he's going to go to exactly. youtube where clips from this show get million a million views versus the bbc reported that talk, his talk tv um like our was getting in the tens of thousands of views so you know you can so interesting 
Yeah. You can spread your hate farther online. I will give peers that, but like he definitely nobody with a good message rating. to spread has to go to YouTube or Twitter or whatever. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Exactly. You don't have to go to the fringe groups. <laughs> right. So it's... I put that in a good news only TikTok segment where it was Harry's good news <laughs> and then Pierce's uh, not so good news, but. So that rounded out that one week. And then the next week we woke up to more Harry and Meghan news. Like ending chapters, beginning new. The yeah. first big one was their website because mm-hmm. it was actually that day. It was what? This was yesterday, February 12th, that on the Archwell website, they put up photos of Megan doing something with the Ladies of the Welcome Project in Southern California, mm-hmm. where they cooked dinner together and had a storytelling time. This is an organization they help put together that pretty much helps Afghan women that are immigrating from Afghanistan and helps them meet like-minded people and to build a community together in this new home. So with those pictures came this article about it and it was really great. So that dropped first, but then like 10 minutes later, people started to notice Mm -hmm. that the website URLs were changing, that all of a sudden there was Sussex.com and that was where it was leading you to if you tried to go to Archwell, Archwell Foundation, which was the Mm -hmm. original website link and it was pretty much a home page when you pressed on sussex.com when you clicked on that immediately you will notice this beautiful website it's blue it's a picture of them at invictus last year clapping and smiling this was the same photo that was used for the christmas card actually and it has their coat of arms which is actually megan's coat of arms mm-hmm. interesting enough not yeah. harry's or harry and megan's combined but it's megan's yeah well megan's includes harry's so it 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 represents it represents both of them, but like royal wives coat of arms automatically include their husbands, which I think is the reasoning here. Like rather than have two next to each other, which is their joint one, you can just have one. So I don't think it's a big conspiracy or whatever. Thank you for explaining that one because <laughs> poof, poof went, poof went that thought. <laughs> and then it falls with the office of Prince Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Mm-hmm. And now, on it there's like it's pretty much this big picture you can click on a link that yeah, shows you a like little a landing bit more page. yeah exactly and then you can go to separate bios of them and interesting enough about these bios which i think a lot of people notice and the royal rota was raging about that there's very little mention of their time as being royals mm. which is mm. really interesting for harry because that's really been his entire life since five years ago but it so it it's so interesting. It really does read, of course, as this privileged guy who went into the military and has been able to start these charities and do these great organizations. And it's like, oh yeah, he's also royal. But anyways, like it's such an afterthought. And but like, it gets what do you want? One sentence for Megan. Exactly. What do they want? It's, if, they if said they did if they mention, were cashing in on this, <laughs> right? If they did mention their time in the royal family, we would be up in arms about that. They literally cannot win. Just like if Harry had not gone to see Charles, like. He wouldn't, he would exactly proverbially dragged through the streets, but he did and he was still dragged. So they cannot win. And I think that's important to remember when we're talking about yes. criticism. Well, exactly. And they want, they want them to think that they have to have them to win. So by not yes. mentioning them very much, it's just like, how dare you? You need me and you're not acting like it because mm-hmm. they don't totally need them. And I will remind people, why are they using Sussex, Sussex, Sussex.com that it's literally their name? Yeah. <laughs> 
It yeah. is their name. They have a, a they literally have a right to it. It is theirs. They're allowed to use it. If they use Mountbatten Windsor, people would be even more pissed. Oh my god. Which is usually the surname used if you don't use your title. So it's either way they can't win it that way. They do need to have a joint name together. But in this page, you scroll down, you see that, and then you keep scrolling, and then it has three different links. They do have the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, which links them back to their old website, SussexRoyal.com. Mm. And when you click on that... That is their time in the royal family. Yes, that links to their time in the royal family. And that, exactly. So it's not that they're totally ignoring it, but no, it's not taking up a huge portion of this, and it's not something they're relying on. They're very much giving, we're moving forward, this was... Some they're keeping it past. in the historical record by keeping that old page yes. alive sussex royal because but when you visit it now site. yeah but when you visit it now it's very clear that that's not where the current updates are going to come from um there's exactly. a pop-up that comes up when you click on sussex royal or go to it um it says the site was established in 2020 and sets out the work streams of prince harry and Meghan, the duke and duchess of sussex prior to their move to the united states to learn more about the royal couple and their philanthropic endeavors click here and that click here takes you back to sussex.com so i think exactly. it's them owning their online landscape in a in a way that they haven't since they left the royal family so that's great yes because Exactly. A lot of great work was done there and they should be able to claim that. And it's, I yeah. think it's a good way though of it not beginning to distract though, because obviously what that brings up from the work that they're now doing, because the other yeah. two links is to R12 foundation and yeah. that is everything they're doing there. And then you have R12 production. And I also think that's a really good way to separate the philanthropy yes. work from the work they're doing. That's getting them revenue. Well, and the charity R12 foundation, that website used to be a .com. It's now a .org, yes. which is so much more appropriate for a nonprofit, for um, a foundation. So that's great. But yeah, Archwell, yes. we used to get like news about Harry and Meghan, um, like sending condolences to victims of wildfires. Like that kind of message used to come from Archwell, which like, okay, fine. But as they're releasing more information about their projects and their presumably mm -hmm. for-profit work, that was also coming from Archwell which I don't think exactly. is appropriate. So this, they now yes. have this umbrella, sussex.com, where they're able to then branch out and differentiate their philanthropic work from their livelihood work, essentially, and their passion project work. It's mapped out very, very well, and it looks very good. And I think, too, there could be something, a little bit of the SEO here, because mm -hmm. I think with Megan and Harry, people think of them and they think of Sussex may way more than they're going to think of Archwell. Like obviously that's yes. a part of them, but that's not who you're associating with them. The name you associate them with was Sussex. Yeah. I mean, even me, like I used to forget how to spell Archwell. I used to forget where the E went. Yes. So, like, <laughs> yeah. And this is my job. So yeah, I can only imagine like, the average person not running into their work. Yeah. You know, the website traffic isn't that good. Okay. Yeah. So might as well try yeah. to get people to come there. If you're going to look up the Sussex on Google or Sussex something that that website yeah. is more likely to pop up higher on the search engine function than Arch well, well, the timing here immediately I'm thinking because they're about to go to Canada, February 14th. That's tomorrow. Okay. But, and we also got the welcome project stuff, but then today we got big news with Megan we mm -hmm. finally, finally got an update on what's going on with her and podcasting because she has dropped hints that something was going to happen with archetypes or that she would at least yes. like to continue in the podcast space. Well, it was announced today that she signed a new podcast deal with Lemonada Media. Mm -hmm. So 
they will be, it sounds like, producing, editing, and distributing the podcast. Yes. Not What's just really Archwell or Archetypes. Yes, not just Archetypes. And I love knowing that Megan walked away with that because yeah. they're going to be redistribu- redistributing that to all podcasting platforms. So it just won't mm-hmm. be on Spotify. I had it's a lot just- of people when it was airing say like, I really want to listen to it, but I don't want to download Spotify. So what do exactly. I do? Exactly. Now you have an answer. Uh-huh. I'm very interested to see how it does on the other podcast charts when mm-hmm. it is re-released. Yeah. And they also announced that she will be developing a new series for a podcast with them. Mm-hmm. And what we really love about this too, is this is female owned and it's female ran. I mean, it's female found and owned right now. And I think that totally lines with her ethos. I mean, when the first oh, yeah. sentences in her biography says, I am a feminist, I think it definitely speaks on the fact that the Spotify deal was a really good deal because it was a very good lucrative deal for them. They needed money. And it sounds like maybe now they aren't at least needing money as much as they did before. So she can yeah. make decisions like this. Cause I'm sure it was not the same paycheck. Okay. As the Spotify yeah. one. No, for sure. <laughs> That's been my my reasoning the whole time is the Spotify deal. I think it was hastily made because they were scrambling a little bit. There was some sense that they A, had to prove themselves, but B, had to just provide for their, their family and exactly. keep themselves safe. So you dangle yep. this multi-million dollar deal in front of you. You're not going to pay attention to the finer print and the demands mm-hmm. that will then be pay- placed on you. And it sounds like those exactly. are the things that Harry and Meghan had an issue with. Um, mm-hmm. and the it, whispers that time. they're hard to work with yeah because as we've seen spotify has dropped a lot of people or a lot of people have dropped them a lot of contracts are just over with when it came to the very lucrative deals that they were signing with public yeah. figures and celebrities um people have pointed out kim kardashian only did one mm. series for them in 2022 just recently it was announced trevor noah is having to renegotiate his contract with them spotting yeah. things like creative differences and having a really hard time there and getting things yeah. made which is something we know the obama's complained about too and why they parted ways with them they were having a lot of trouble with getting things made that they didn't have to be the host of i think the fact that megan has gone on to be signed by wme and that now they have mm-hmm. this new podcast deal and it sounds like they've ramped up their productions in other areas like the film industry and tv production yes. i think that is all evidence that they're not tough to work with they just were not aligned it sounds like with the place that they landed originally Um, exactly that's life it's just that they're doing it on such a huge scale so it was actually the next netflix's chief content creator i think a couple weeks ago talked about some stuff we're gonna be seeing from megan and harry when it comes to Mm -hmm. netflix they said they're gonna have a scripted series coming out a movie and a couple of unscripted shows too Yep. So that's really exciting. That's they said they're gonna have they have three different projects in the works right now, and one of them is already in production, which is the movie, mm-hmm. which I'm guessing is the the adaptation of the book. The adaptation they got for the book. So yeah. yeah, that's been a lot of, especially for them, a lot of news for them coming out and then even just coming outside. And I have hopes too that we will get this podcast a little bit sooner than we got the Spotify one that mm. took about 18 months because mm-hmm hopefully they're not going to have a hard time with coming to a decision about the the created the creativity each party wants to do and how they can come together on that because again it really seems like they were just fighting tooth and nail to agree on an idea 
Well, and now I think they've learned a couple lessons about how to time these things. And Megan's got representation now. Like, there's got to yes. be some bigger strategy behind this at this point in time. And I'm really excited to see more. I'm very excited to see more. I'm still hoping that she goes there. What is it? What is the... Oh. What is the little festival that happens in Texas in the summer? The S stagecoach? No, no, <laughs> stagecoach. no, making a stagecoach with Beyonce. Like, really That's, why was, okay. That's why I was thinking. I could be down for that. Actually, Texas Hold'em is on a loop at this house. Okay, um, I've already cried to sixteen carriages like twice. Okay, yeah. like do not like this woman. Stop. I'm gonna go listen to those songs after this. Actually, um, are you, you're not talking about South by Southwest, are you? Thank you. So why did yes, I say like okay. SFYX? What is happening in my brain? South by Southwest. <laughs> this year it's March 8th to March 16th um, in Austin. So Yes, and I'm pretty sure that Suits is going to be having a panel <gasps> there. I just would love. I'm just, please, you guys, Megan, say your prayers. stop being low-key a little ashamed time. of your Suits past and just jump full in there and do the panel, okay? I promise you're not too much for them. <laughs> like, did I watch Suits? I've never watched it. Oh my gosh, yes. It is just so good and so dumb. And it's just the perfect amount of drama that it's not that deep whatsoever. But it's also deep because you love the characters and you're like, Mm. and you're going to have so many, you're going to have diehard ships. So it's just like amazing and perfect. It gives you all the ship tropes that you need all in one. Okay. And Megan is like, Rachel Zane is so incredibly hot and smart. Like she's literally that bitch. Okay. Okay, Prince William. Your hair. Stop! I didn't think I was going to start losing my hairline. <laughs> oh I my said God. it and I meant it. Well, we'll but, have to keep you informed of my suits washing progress, but also uh, yes. if any of this royal health news comes to a head, you know, we'll have you covered. So we will have yes you guys because interesting speaking time. of our patreon we definitely are going to be doing our lives there and even you know yeah. considered when big breaking news comes on just jumping on there and doing some quick live so please join us there we've been having a lot of fun i wrote something immediately when this wrote for the patreon mm. and actually too we're going to be doing a feud series on the patreon for the next couple of months so we're very excited about that we will be starting yeah. this month with a diana and fergie feud something my Roman Empire, a topic I love to talk about, okay? Yeah. A topic that uh, just for me is two petty bitches that just make me hard eyes. <laughs> I love yeah. a little toxicity. Okay. Um, on my Substack too, I'm going to be doing a series of royal scapegoats. This is something I've been like Ooh, toying yes. with for a while. So uh, my Substack is, I think, just mattaeffect.substack.com. The Fascinator, it's also called um but that's going to be coming out beginning this month for paid subscribers so lots of fun I can't stuff wait for that yes yes come join us and i hope you guys enjoy this episode pinkies up